Welcome to Spiritually Raw. We expose and explore controversial truths, myths, and theories surrounding the spirit world. Guests include QAnon experts, investigators, debunkers, and skeptics of the supernatural, unexplained, and flat-out unimaginable. Content discussed on this show is not necessarily the opinion of the cast of Spiritually Raw, and topics quite often are for mature audiences only. This show is not intended to replace any medical, financial, or legal advice, and is for entertainment purposes only. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Hello, everybody. How are you? And welcome to Spiritually Raw. Thank you so much for your energy exchange with us today. And we hope you woke to the most miracle morning and are also having the most fortunate day today. We have with us a very, very special guest. I'm really looking forward to uh, talking with today, Dr. Mark Circus. And April's going to tell you about Dr. Mark in just a moment. Uh, I do want to remind you and thank you for those of you who haven't already. Kindly hit the subscribe button and turn on the notification bell so you are aware when we get great guests on like Dr. Mark Circus. Hey, also too, don't forget, um, you know, with social media shenanigans going around, uh, register on our email list, spirituallyraw.com. And this way, um, you know, if anything with the, you know, all the social media stuff going down, you'll always be able to get notified when we put up great shows like this. Thank you for that. Absolutely. Um, and again, just, well, did you tell them spirituallyraw.com? Spirituallyraw.com. Yeah. To jump on the mailing list and, um, Telegram, right? Telegram, yes, but I want to just quickly, um, for those of you that um, want to watch also the full shows and all of our shows are in one place, they're at spirituallyraw.live. Um, thank you to those that have joined. Uh, we surely do appreciate it. And um, also thank you for those that have joined the Telegram group page and also the Telegram channel. We uh, appreciate it so much because that's that's our daily communication every day because you just never know what's going on day to day in social media. You know, it's always a wild ride. So um, that's the best form of communication and the email list as well. So thank you so much. And also for those of you that um, are continually sending in your written testimonials and your video testimonials, for your hemp works. Uh, there's so many different products that people are on the melatonin, the CBD, the hair serums, the shampoos, the face creams. I mean, the list goes on and we're on. Glad you're loving it. Yeah. We're it's so really happy good. you guys are really having are great results and um, this great results like we are too. So thank you so much for that. So Dr. Mark. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. Everybody welcome Dr. Mark circus. He is a natural I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Allopathic. Thank you. Allopathic medicine and oncology, doctor of natural medicine and author of more than 23 books. He's sold over 80,000 copies around the world. Natural allopathic medicine is the name of a new form of medicine. Dr. Circus pioneered that situates itself between the best of medical science and natural medicine. Um, his do-it-yourself protocol is ideal for patients who want to treat themselves in the comfort of their very own homes. You guys are going to love this show. We're going to cover so much material. His work addresses the fundamentals common in cancer, heart and kidney disease, diabetes as well, and also for neurological conditions like autism, Parkinson's, and Alzheimer's disease as All well. All right, everybody. Join us in welcoming Dr. Mark Circus. How are you, sir? Very good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great Thank to have you. you here. Thank you very much. I appreciate you taking the time with us. So let's get right into uh, what it is you do, natural allopathic medicine. So a lot of people haven't heard about that before. Can you give us a little uh, when that when that's founded and, and your role in it? It's a little similar to orthomolecular medicine. 
it's it's different in that you can apply it at home alone or with the help of loved ones and it's based it's based on ICU and emergency room medicine hmm. they they don't like to talk about it the best medicines in ICU and emergency rooms are natural like magnesium chloride magnesium sulfate sodium bicarbonate baking soda Iodine, which they use by the gallon, even injectable selenium, oxygen. Sometimes if you really twist some arms, they give you an IV of vitamin C. If you had a good doctor, you might get a shot of vitamin D. That's certain true, actually. You don't think about it. That's very, very true, but you don't ever think about that. They don't want you to think about it because there's no money for the pharmaceutical companies in all these natural substances. You take magnesium. If you're dying and you're having a heart attack and they use all their pharmaceuticals and they don't work and the person's dying and you have a good doctor, they'll inject magnesium. And it usually will save a life in a heartbeat. Hmm. Literally. So, wow. Sodium bicarbonate's been used forever in ambulances, emergency rooms, and and ICU departments, but they don't talk about it. Baking soda. That's baking soda. You're talking about you know, ninety nine cent baking I take, soda. Uh, I take this, and um, I, I, I don't mind if we add it. If, I, if you don't mind, I'll ask you about it. Is I take pretty much a teaspoon every day, almost like as a supplement of sorts. Is that okay? That's fine. Yeah. There's a product on my protocol called pH Adjust. It's better than just sodium bicarbonate or baking soda because it's sodium bicarbonate, potassium bicarbonate, and magnesium. So for long-term use, it's less salt. You get your potassium. You get some of your magnesium. Um, these things like sodium bicarbonate, let's switch a little bit for a second. Go to COVID. Mm -hmm. One of the solutions to, to I mean, doctors know forever that viruses are pH sensitive. Nothing new about that. But again, they don't want you to know about it because they want to promote the flu vaccine every year. Here in Brazil, of all places, an ICU department in Acre, Brazil, tested 300 patients in ICU, people dying of COVID, just nebulized bicarbonate into their lungs resolve their problems hmm. um okay wait a minute I, first i want to backtrack on the covid and is, because it's a virus or they claim it's a virus viruses are viruses airborne or they're not airborne do you catch a virus by touching things or breathing in things well it's very controversial the whole okay. field of viruses is on a very slippery slope for instance, the measles. Everybody knows about the measles. It's a virus. But somebody made a $100,000 bet in Germany. That somebody proved that this virus exists. And the case went to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court, with all the evidence in the world about measles, determined that there was no proof that this virus existed. There's a vaccine for something that doesn't exist. Hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't trust the viral world and the vaccine world as far as I could spit into a hurricane wind. 
<laughs> Let me ask you this. What actually got you? And I know we've been jumping, jumping ahead here, but what actually got you into allopathic medicine? So what was your driving force for you personally? Well, I, I came out of left field in Brazil. I mean, I was an absolute nobody living on the beach. And um, my third child was about was born. And I re- ran home because I lived in this little beach town in the northeast of Brazil to research about vaccines. Should we give him a vaccine? Is something special about where we lived? And in 60 days, I wrote a book. His original title was Cry of the Heart. And then I switched the title to The Terror of Pediatric Medicine. Mm. And you don't have to even read the book. It's title tells you everything. It's all about vaccines. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole subject. But now it's a, one of the biggest subjects in the world because yeah. of COVID mm-hmm. and experimental vaccines. The, the Nazi doctors from IG Farben used to inject the prisoners in concentration camps with experimental vaccines. Mm. And this is what they're even starting on the babies. Oh, yeah. What's your thoughts about the vaccine push that's going about right now, Dr. Circus? I mean, what do you think from your perspective, it, you know, your theory is actually in it and your, the possible long term effects or even short term effects with it? Mm-hmm. It's a new it's a new form of terrorism. It's one of the most dangerous things that's being, you know, be better off with the Martians coming, invading, than having our own people betray the human race with experimental vaccines that have a higher death rate from this one group of COVID vaccines compared to all the other vaccines combined. If you go to the VARS vaccine, the CDC vaccine reporting system, you'll see 2,500 deaths from COVID and all the other vaccines combined is maybe 25. Hmm. Just that, I mean, what a, that's, a, that's a pretty big variance right there. What exactly is in it? Because you're hearing a lot that there's nanotechnology that has a tracking device. From your perspective, is any of that true or false? Well, first of all, there are different vaccines in the world. Mm-hmm. The worst ones are not vaccines, but injecting genetic material to alter your your DNA. Would that be the COVID one? I'm sorry. Would that be? Would I'm sorry. I apologize. Would that be the COVID one that you're referring to? In the COVID world, there's many different vaccines from Russia, from England, from China. The ones from the United States are the genetic ones. They have. They're very cold. Moderna, Pfizer, and it's very totally experimental Mm -hmm. and no tests for long-term effects. And some of the greatest doctors in the world are raising the alarm that they should stop, should stop. They listen? No, they're not going to listen to anybody. And that's why it's so dangerous. These pharmaceutical companies are just doing what they want to do they're not liable for anything, and it's dangerous. It's very dangerous. Very dangerous. The genet- the one that you're referring to, though, that has the messes with your genetic code, which yeah. one specifically is that, or is that in all of them? 
No, it's Pfizer and Moderna. So Pfizer. it's the United States specific ones. Well, they're selling them all over the world now. Europe is using it. Some are coming down to Brazil. So cor correct me if I'm wrong. Was Trump promoting, the, promoting the Pfizer and the Moderna one? That's what I thought. So what's your thoughts on that, Dr. Circus? I like Trump less because of that. You do like Trump less because of that. It was very interesting because we were all, a lot of people have been asking, like, why even now after post-election, he's still doing a push on it. You know, he's still, yeah, he was on Fox News recently, like two weeks his, ago. He's uh, using the media on that. That's fascinating. And then, then, then there's that theory that, okay, well, if it's from Trump, it's a clean vaccine. It's a different vaccine. If he says it, it's different. But that's how do you even how do you even how do you justify that? How do you even track that? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Not at all. Is there? I, you know, through the, his whole presidency, I was kind of on his side for different reasons. But this is not uh, one of the things that was uh, about Trump. You take a look at his Secretary of Commerce from the Rothschild family. These are globalists. Mm -hmm. So when you look at who he had around him, but talking about trust, but when he went for this vaccine, you know, and full speed ahead, exempted the pharmaceutical companies from liability. What did product, he do? Yeah, he did that. He was, that the one was who wrote well, Okay, I want to get clarity on that. Was he the one that did that, or was that enforced prior to his presidency? Well, it's been for how many years? 20, 35 years, it's basically been that way. The okay. pharmaceutical companies are not responsible. That's why we have a federal vaccine court in the United States, because you can't sue the pharmaceutical companies. So, yes, that was already established. That's I thought. thought that there was some new new exemptions given to uh, Pfizer um, that I'm not clear about. Okay. Gotcha. Got it. Okay. So now you're having people inject this DNA alternating, alternating substance in their bloodstream. And you're having the same exact people that are doing that, that are still wearing a mask and suffocating themselves and not getting the proper amount of oxygen. Now, I'm a little embarrassed because one of my biases and specialties is about CO2 gas. And most people are deficient in CO2 in their bloodstreams because they're breathing too fast. When you wear a mask, not only is it cut down on oxygen, especially if you're using it for many hours, but the level of carbon dioxide gas in front of the mask is very high, like 5,000 parts per million instead of 400. Wow. 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 So I never shouted enough about that because, you know, I thought maybe it's a good thing because people are deficient in CO2. It's not. You're cutting down oxygen. You're increasing CO2. It's a suffocation device. And it, but it's worse than that. The dentists from New York were the first ones to start screaming that 50% of their healthy patients were coming in mask wearers with gum disease, gingivitis. Oh, my heavens. Mm. 
That's inflammation, which increases your chance of death, of heart attacks or strokes. And then even worse than that was the alarm put up because the mask and the dampness around the mask were increasing yeast and fungus infections. Of course it would. Yes. Why wouldn't it? What do you think is, um, so the, when people are not being able to breathe properly like that, what is happening? Um, so there's a theory that's called, is it called acidosis? Is it? It, it, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but is there, is there a theory that they're, they're making their body more acidic? Well, yeah, most people are tend to be acidic. To be acidic really means two things. pH, which is a measure of alkaline or uh, acidity, is a measurement of voltage. In physics, it's voltage, cell voltage, cell energy. The more acidic you get, the lower your cell voltage is, cell energy. And the more acidic you get, the less oxygen is in the fluids. So as you move acidic, you become less, more oxygen deprived or hypoxic. And the energy of the cells is decreasing. It's a setup. And I just published, uh, was it yesterday? Sunday, Sunday night. COVID is a, actually is a pandemic vitamin D, D deficiency. What did they do? The best thing for this disease, a very easily treatable disease, COVID and other viruses, is one, the sun. Go out in the sun, increase your vitamin D. I saw very that on easy. your website. You had that listed as the number one. Or it came, it was first listed after the other five that I was, but I know I said to Jay last night, I'm like, look at this. I'm like, he has the sun listed as the number one or as the first in helping with not having and getting rid of COVID. Yeah, 90, over 90% of ICU patients for COVID are vi- severely vitamin D deficient. Oh, wow. Um, when you have enough vitamin uh, D, it's very hard to have, you know, your immune system go out of control and have a cystine storm. Mm-hmm. And there's a Dr. Cole just did an incredible video about it. It's on this most recent essay. So vitamin D, what did they do? They locked everybody down, put them in their houses, took them out of the sun, and had people wear masks. Vitamin D deficiency, oxygen deficiency, an excess of CO2. It's just a setup. It's a setup. Excess is three weeks into their total opening, and death rates have gone down every day for three weeks. What's the uh, temperature gauge like in Brazil where you're at as far as how things are being treated there? Are you guys still? It is terrible there. Okay. Is everything locked down? On and off, on and off. Yeah. What is the neurological long-term or and or short-term that you know of damage from wearing now almost a year of people wearing masks on their face? And now I think it's actually, to be honest with you, getting worse because it's become a, a mental psychological habit. Well, there's a lot of things at play here. Let's start with fear. I did a research the other uh, last week. 
I went to Psychology Today, and the question was, can you die of fear? And the essay said yes. I we know, you know, we know in the English language, you know, you can scare somebody to death. Right. So fear is a setup for the for the not only immune system depressing it neurologically. You know, masks not only create fear. Even Dr. Fossey said that like ten months ago you shouldn't wear one. Then he changed mm -hmm. it to wearing one. Now wearing two. <laughs> and I wouldn't be surprised next month if he says, wherefore? So you die faster. Right. <laughs> Masks, mm -hmm. the younger you put, you, you know, you start, they want them to put them on two year olds. Mm -hmm. And the younger you are, the worse, the harder they're going to hit you. And uh, the thing is, viruses and COVID are easily treatable diseases. It's a, a disease. You know, the many things from pharmaceuticals like Invermectina, uh, uh, antibiotic with that, with vitamin D and zinc, there's carbonate, magnesium. You put a little bit of iodine in your nose, you can go into an infected area, it's not going to bother you. There are many, th vitamin D, of course. Um, What's your take on why? What's your take on uh, your opinion? And, I, and I'd be interested to hear your perspective on it. What is your perspective on why they are having people do this when they know that hey, you know, it's actually it's having an adverse effect that's going to end up killing people or really just making them sicker? What's your what is your personal opinion on that? The worst terrorists in the world are medical terrorists, pharmaceutical mm -hmm. pharmaceutical mm -hmm. terrorism. The same. Backbone of people from World War II, IG Farben, which was split up into Bayer and three other companies, same philosophy, using poisons, repressing totally natural medicine, not even teaching doctors about natural medicine, not teaching doctors about nutrition. These people are into death and dying, not health and living. Right. It's, you know, it runs very deep. It runs really deep into past, since the 1920s and Rockefeller, into the 30s and into the Nazis, the German pharmaceutical companies. Are you in the Brazil? East. Are you in Brazil yeah. having a two, two vaccine system there also, where there's two vaccines to complete the process? Is it, or is it a one-off? And is that, are they doing the two, so in case the first one doesn't kill you, the second one will guarantee kill you? Well, it's, they're not really going for the, I mean, maybe in some of the big cities they'll go for the two vaccines, but in general, it's a single vaccine. It's not one of these genetic ones. Mm -hmm. I think they're, 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 being, they're beginning to buy from many different pharmaceutical companies, so it's going to be a mix-up. But it's uh, it's just it's the you know I almost had I, I six months ago you know it finally got to me I've been predicting this kind of stuff for twenty years but seeing it happen feeling it happen in the world that I live in is terrible it's terrible yeah, it is awful it is terrible what to see. what do you what would you suggest that someone can do right away. 
if they're feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm getting the flu or, oh, is this this COVID thing coming on? You immediately start with bicarbonate. You know, if you're really worried, you take enough bicarbonate to get your urinary pH up to eight. At that pH, viruses cannot penetrate the cells. This is medical science. Hmm. Start taking high dosages of iodine. Liquid iodine? I'm sorry, liquid iodine? I use, I use liquid iodine. Okay. Is and what is lacent, your... Lacent iodine or Lugol's iodine. And, and what is your version of a, a large dosage? Well, the thing is for iodine, it's tricky because a lot of people have compromised thyroids and a lot of toxins in their thyroids. So you can't, if you rush with a big dose... You could really gonna, have a detox reaction. Yeah. I got you. Mm -hmm. where's, so, the where's the thyroid located, Dr. Circus? Like right here? Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. So with iodine, you start with a low dose. You don't have a reaction. A couple hours later, another dose, no reaction. Increase the dose. Just keep taking it up. But you want to go high with iodine, you need to go high with selenium at the same time. Oh. To balance it out. Balance it out. Got it, got it. Mm -hmm. Hey, what's your thoughts on the psychological effects of now people wearing the mask now? And let's say one day they say, okay, everybody don't have to wear the mask. What do you think it's going to do to – how long do you think it's going to take people to retrain their minds to say, well, you know, I kind of got comfortable with this thing. <laughs> you know, you know. I kind, people are like, I kind of like it. Yeah. Do you, do you get a sense of that too where you're at where it's almost like a badge of honor? I live out right now. I'm in Brasilia in a city, and every single person is wearing a mask. Mm. I live in the country at the end of the world, and nobody wears a mask. Mm. When I come here, it's sad, even seeing people on bicycles walking out in the street wearing masks. It's sad. It's and to answer your question, it depends who you are. The children have been really damaged, damaged, not by just masks, but lockdowns, by living in a crazy world in Canada. They suggest even if your kids are a little, little small, but they get exposed in school or something, put them in solitary confinement. Oh, dear yeah. Lord. Sick, sick. That is, that That's is sick. disgusting. That is sick, sick, sick. That is seriously disgusting. In what Spain, in Spain, they just passed a law. When you go swimming in the sea, you're supposed to wear a mask. Come on, <laughs> for you real? Can't even, you can't invent this kind of stuff. You can't. Um, that is insane. You live in Brazil. We live in Florida, in the tropics. It is starting to get really hot. And all of last summer, and even throughout this winter, you see people sweating their ass off, running like a mother, and they're smothering themselves. I'm just what? curious. The mask. Yeah, they're smothering themselves with the mask. I'm just curious how, if the heat on top of it magnifies the loss of oxygen to the brain. I'm guessing, probably. It does the heat. But, yep. but let's not talk about the heat because that's just to Florida. Climate change is one of the most – forget it. Leave the virus alone. Okay. It's crashing down on the human race 
is climate change. Mm-hmm. Not the kind you read about in the paper every day. It's cold climate change. World temperatures are crashing. Not in Florida, but Canada. There's more snow than this year yes. in history. Listen, I got to tell you, it's been, uh, we were just talking about this, but it's, it's, it's been an unusually colder winter here than I can remember here in Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for it sure. It really has. I was like, man, that's, that's cold for a long time here. Look what happened in Texas. 56 people died. People got, uh, to, to put uh, an, uh, electricity in an electric car with 900 bucks. Mm. It was just the beginning of what's going to happen. Temperatures are crashing. We're going into a mini ice age. I doubt if a full ice age. Next few decades going to be colder every year. Growing season shorter. And the lies to cover it up will take the people's noses to the moon. Mm. Mm-hmm. And this is the kind of people who have us by the throat. Mm-hmm. The big digital you know, social media companies, newspapers, all these pe- these companies owned by the richest people on the planet lying their asses off to us. What kind of audacity do you have to lie in front of God or nature, called nature, when <laughs> the lie has to get bigger and bigger as it gets colder right, and colder? Right, Until right, right. when? Until when? So do we collectively have a shot if we were to band together or we just basically shit out of luck at this point in time and just have to deal with it and make the best? Well, living in Florida, you're ahead of you know most of the people up north mm-hmm. in terms of climate. You know, if, if people had any kind of sense, as far as I'm concerned, they would be picketing and rioting in front of the CDC and the FDA for starters. Because the biggest threat today, today, tomorrow, next month, this year, is, that? is the vaccines, yeah. how they're manipulating the human race, lying about treatments. You know, it's getting difficult because many states, and they're Republican states, mm-hmm. you know, like Texas, South Florida. Dakota, Florida, Florida. Mm-hmm. You know, the governor of Florida just signed in, you know, an executive order. No vaccine passports in this, this state. Yeah. These, these governors have opened up their states and like the president and the, the head of the CDC sh- sh- crying, trying to get everybody guilty. <laughs> the president of the United States called the governor of Texas a Neanderthal. Mm. And what happened? Death rates crashed, went down, not up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to get difficult because that's a rebellion. That's a rebellion against central authority. Do you see another wave coming from your perspective? Well, the danger is, and, and my basic theory, like in Brazil, and I believe the rest of the world, The more locked down you are, the more you wear masks, and the less you inform people how to take care of themselves at home before they even get their first sniffle or when they get a cold, flu, or COVID. They continue, places continue lockdown, continue masks. 
it's just going to keep perpetuating. And then the vaccine comes in and some very respected doctors are warning what's going to happen three, six, nine months from now from because of the vaccines are going to be setting people up to be with weak immune systems. Mm-hmm. If anything is going to hit them. They're going to get crushed. Right. So, gonna, yeah. so are we in a perpetual rat wheel of this mask vaccine mass vaccine is there any way will we ever jump out of it or are we just going to keep going around and around and around and just know how to be able to deal with it and right. be able to dodge bullets well if you go to the, you live in the right states it won't be so much of a problem sure they're not going to lock you down and they're not going to make you wear a mask yeah true but yes the the plan is you know the the people have taken control of the world even if we get away from COVID 19 we could be COVID 2021 22 they're setting up and the world leaders for an international agreement on the future pandemics they want to squeeze us and control the world and unless we stop them and if we're not, if not one person goes in front of the CDC or FDA or NIH or in England, whatever, and start going to the source where this is coming from. You know, I was. Uh, it's interesting about what you're saying there. And I wanted to ask that when you were talking about picketing at the CDC. Um, now, what do you think about, though, what seems to be missing here, which we don't see enough of, is people actually talking or picketing at their local level. Because doesn't it start? And do you think it would make more of a difference from if if people were to their 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 council their, their, their you know the local people in their cities you know and then that would push that person which would push that person. Seems like everybody forgets about all those and they go right to the top to pick it. What are your thoughts on that? Well, no, you know, the world world government or. Is, has been in effect for a long time through medicine. They set up laws a long time ago to just set us up. The people, you know, everybody is, the, the religion is the doctors, the pharmaceuticals, the pharmacy. You go to your pharmacy. It's, it's, a, it's a huge conspiracy that goes back decades. Yeah. You know, I wrote I wrote my book 18 years ago on vaccines. I knew a lot of people who were anti-vax. And here it is 18 years later, and it's only worse. Mm-hmm. Worse. Um, I have two questions for you. Um, the first one, I want to know your thoughts on water, number one. Right, well, water, the benefits of water. Well, actually, we'll make that number two because it's probably a longer answer. Number one, breathing. So many people breathe improper, and I know I was definitely guilty of it till very recent. What is, like, really, what's the right, right way to proper way to breathe? This device from Russia, 50 bucks, I guess on uh, Amazon, 36, $36. Probably maybe there's only five left on Amazon, something like that. Has a little bit of water in it. Yeah. Breathe in. And you blow bubbles. And it teaches you, it forces you to breathe slowly. 
70 years ago, the medical norm for breathing was eight breaths a minute. A yogi would breathe at six, five. Today, the medical norm is 12, 15. Wow. Everybody's breathing faster. If you breathe too fast, it's impossible to maintain your health for long. Why? You're using more oxygen too fast? Like it's not giving it time to? No. When you exercise, and this, this shows the insanity of Bill Gates. Yeah. One of the stupidest men alive, as far as I'm concerned. For sure. You exercise, which everybody knows is healthy. We create more CO2. We breathe faster to get rid of it. The excess. And by default... The more CO2 you generate, the more oxygen comes rushing into the cells. But when you're sleeping, eating, watching TV, being in front of your computer, and you're breathing too fast, almost everybody's doing, what's happening? You're getting rid of too much CO2. Instead of having too much and breathing fast, you're breathing fast and getting rid of too much, driving down the CO2 in the blood, People don't know, doctors don't know that bicarbonate and CO2 are twin sisters in the mm. blood. So you go, your CO2 levels go down, and what goes down with it? Oxygen delivery to the cell. Right. Mm. Which in turn mm -hmm. shortens you. The faster you breathe, the sooner you die. Yeah, wow. The faster you breathe, the sooner you die. What's your theory on this? So like... Uh, Things like cancer, heart disease, uh, lung disease, uh, diabetes, uh, are, these, are these really reversible from your perspective? Of course. They are. Okay. Not, not everybody. You know, you can't make a promise you can save everybody. The reason sodium bicarbonate is such a good medicine and the cheapest of all medicines in the world is because it gives you instant access to CO2. So you're deficient in CO2 because you're breathing too fast. You can train with something like this, but this is weeks, months, years, slowing your breathing down. Bicarbonate in one day, you take enough of it, will increase your oxygen delivery to the cells because it's increasing bicarbonates and CO2 in the blood, which you're deficient because you're breathing too fast. Mm hmm Okay. I gotcha. Bacon soda it is. Yeah. And the other question was the water. I know you're a big proponent of water. How much should we be drinking? Are we not drinking enough of it? Is there a specific type of water? I know um, we're drinking distilled water, but is there something better than that? Are we doing something wrong? The best water in the world, the best, is high in magnesium and bicarbonates. Okay. And there's three places in the world you can actually buy, well, three natural places in Australia, California, and Europe, where the water comes right out of the mountain, high in magnesium bicarbonate. It's a special form of magnesium that only exists in liquid form. Hmm. It's like rocket fuel because it's the best form of bicarbonate and the best form of magnesium in one compound dissolved in water so if you want 
you know, like intravenous medicine taken with water, you can buy in in Florida a concentrate where you make your water, your magnesium bicarbonate water. And there's a, there's a formula. I've never tried it myself with milk of magnesia, Philips milk of magnesia with seltzer water. You can make it yourself. Wow. I've, ne I've never done that, so I can't really talk about it. Magnesium bicarbonate water, fantastic. And after, there's that, after that, it's hydrogen water. Mm -hmm. Hydrogen inhalation is much better than hydrogen water. Hmm. Well, what about the quantity of the water? How many glasses per day should one be taking, or does it depend on the person? It depends on the person, and it depends on your urine. If you want to see what it's like to be fully hydrated, you drink enough water till your urine becomes clear. When it's clear, you know you're fully hydrated, fully. Huh. It should be light yellow, darker the yellow, the more dehydrated you are. And it's a critical, it's critical. Hydration, a little dehydration cuts down your energy mm -hmm. quite a bit. You know, um, you just talked about the absolute most simplistic thing ever. Uh, let me tell you how you're dehydrated. Look at your pee. If your pee is bright, is bright, dark yellow, you're dehydrated. Anything lighter than that, you're doing better. Like makes common sense, but never been taught that ever. It's, yeah. It, it's you, can over, you, you can overhydrate, right? Well, yes. I mean, you can drown in a little bucket of water. You know, the Western medical paradigm is, is 400 years old. The dose makes the poison. And in their paradigm, everything is poisonous, including water. A little bit ridiculous. Sure, you can drink yourself to death and just, you know, drink five gallons a day. It's not going to be good. Mm -hmm. If you drink enough to get your urine clear, and for a whole day, for two days in a row, it's going to be fine. It's a perfect benchmark. The, uh, the, <laughs> it's so simple. You like that, don't you? Yes. The, uh, fluoride, the fluoride that people talk about uh, in water right now, um, is that, again, is there any type of, is that same thing, those three different places is where you need to go, right? Is there any filter per se that can get rid of that? that you're there, are there are filters for, for fluoride. Okay, and, and, and it is that harmful is what they say. Is that from your perspective, yeah? Or what do you think? It's, it's poison. It is poison, okay. And again, with toothpaste, because it's in the toothpaste, um, is there any type of tooth? No, you're, okay, like, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't want fluoridated toothpaste. And there are companies that make without fluoride. Hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. There you go, everybody. That's it. That's it, everybody. There you go. There's some tips <laughs> no there from Dr. Circus. No in the toothpaste. So, Dr. Circus, uh, listen, thank you for being on here. Before you love and leave us, is there any uh, last-minute words you'd like to share? And also, I'd like to get your perspective of when someone goes to the website, what, what the experience they're going to get, what they can find there from you. Uh, a lot of my work is with cancer patients. I basically teach people online to set up tr intensive ICU treatment centers in their home. Um, I have the most sophisticated cancer course, a hundred lesson cancer course that, um, 
the the essay I wrote to to promote it was no more than your oncologist. If you take this course, you're going to know much more than your oncologist. And now I'm promoting it for ninety nine dollars in Europe. It's a thousand euros in a in a uh, the same course. It's actually it's less than what you get from me. Is in a doctoral program of natural medicine. So. Um, my, you'll see on my site when you go there a big accent on cancer and and COVID. Mm-hmm. Cancer and COVID. What to what to do if you get, start getting symptoms? The faster you do something, the better off you are. Okay. All right. Right on. Exactly. Uh, Doctor. Thank you. Doctor so Circus. It's very much. nice to meet you. Thank you very much for taking time with us today. We really appreciate it. And, and your uh, service. You know, giving your service and also your energy towards this. That's great. Everybody, uh, do do take a moment to check out Doctor Circus's website and uh, see how that may fit into your plans and see if that can get you to where you want to be. So thank you very much for having us in your home as always, and we will see you next time. Thank you everybody for tuning in, and together we're turning the universal key to global harmony and creating a unified world. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, tune in often, tell all your friends, and most importantly, may all your dreams come true. Many blessings.